Good afternoon, everybody. This is the Brutally Honest Podcast. It's your host, Ricardo. Unfortunately, due to schedule issues, uh, Lloyd and Scott won't be joining me on this episode. So if you hate the way I sound, don't like my portion or my thoughts, you're more than welcome to go ahead and exit out this episode. But if you're willing to deal with me, um, go ahead and stay. And if you are, thank you for staying. So this one's probably going to be a quick short one. Right now I'm just in a parking lot you know, of uh, outlet mall, trying to enjoy my day off. Just went to go read some books, one by Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, and you know, try to make use of my day off. But usually before back, no, I don't want to say back in the day, but back when I was younger, my days off, I would go to the movies. And what I wanted to talk about was the new movie, Captain Marvel. Now, I'm not going to bash on it for being Marvel because I am a DC type of guy. But what I did notice is that this movie, the marketing, was horrendous when it came to promoting the you know, powerful female-led character. Now, what do I mean by that? So, I don't know if a lot of you remember, but back in 2016, we had the Ghostbusters remake, which was an all-female, all-female cast, all-female staff, you know, except the director, and that movie flopped, and I'm going to tell you why. Other than the script sucked, the effects were boring, they promoted this movie in such a way that if you didn't enjoy this movie and you were a guy, you were considered a sexist, misogynistic, all those key buzzwords that are just being used around a lot of nowadays. And there's this saying that I like to say all the time, history repeats itself. Those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. That's exactly what happened with Captain Marvel. Financial-wise, it's going to do good due to the brand. Just the brand of Marvel is going to do good. I'm not going to lie about that. Now, what I mean by that is that this Brie Larson, who is the main actress who's playing Captain Marvel, his, um, she was going on tour talking about how she didn't care about old white men, thinking about what her movie was going to be, thinking of, you know, the, an old, uh, not an old, but this previous movie called Wrinkle in Time, you know, that she was promoting for the pa- patriarchy, you know, the, the air quotes. Uh, again, bashing on guys, especially bashing the majority or at least half of, her, of the fan base who are you know, as much as she hates it, white guys who are into comics, that's half of her customer base. And she just attacked them. So I want to bring up this topic of toxic femininity. Now, don't, hey, hey, relax, relax. Don't come at me, you know, leave the key, leave the keyboard alone for a little bit or the phone, wherever you're listening this from. And let me explain what toxic femininity is. So toxic femininity is, you know, using toxic behaviors, but from a woman's uh, standpoint. Now, what do I mean by this? This is coming from a, this is 
coming from medium.com written by Megan Dumb and this was written on October 25th, 2018 so not that long ago. I ran into this article before I started this podcast and it's called Hashtag Me Too Will Not Survive Unless You Recognize Toxic Femininity. So it starts out by saying raise your hand if you ever behaved badly and blamed it on your period. Raise your hand if you ever acted helpless in the face of an unpleasant, if not physically demanding task, like dealing with with a wild animal that's gone inside a house. Raise your hand if you ever coerced a man into sex, even though he didn't seem to really want it. That's a big one. Raise your hand if you ever thought you were at liberty to do this coercing because men always want it, and you should feel lucky any time they get it. And it goes more and more, you know, more examples. Oh, this one. I know this one has, it's going to hurt somebody. Raise your hand if you ever manipulated a divorce or child custody dispute in favor of your falsely initiating that a man has been abusive towards you or your child. So she goes on to say, we all hear too much about toxic masculinity that amorphous term that refers to the way traits like aggression, emotional repression, are baked into those male social norms. It is frequently, and it also frequently shows up in online feminism as a lazy shorthand for registering disapproval of just about anything men do at all. But when are we going to grant equal rights to women and admit that toxic femininity also exists and can be just as poisonous? Now, before I continue, this is what I've been noticing, you know, the full 24 years, going 25 years of my life in this earth, that women in general, not all, obviously, I, you can't categorize, you can't generalize them, everybody, but you can't, you can't, let me rephrase that, you can't categorize everybody into one sense, but no, no, no. Let me let me say that again. In general, in general, women do not like to admit when they do something wrong. Or when they're being toxic. It's I'm putting that out there. Don't add me. You know what? Fucking add me. Let's let's do this. But let's and we have to come to the understanding that women in general do not like to admit when they're wrong. They like to play victim, they like to point fingers at whoever you know, whoever caused the disruption, you know, whatever. But let's meet at the halfway term and agree, or, you know, you could disagree, but I think and what I've noticed is that women in general do not like to take blame. They always want to point the blame at something or somewhere else because it's always easier to blame something or someone else than blame oneself. Now, let me go ahead and continue. Again, this is from... This is from Megan Dom, and this is on the medium.com. It is this article. So she talks, you know, she keeps going on and on. She talks about throughout her life, she's heard countless stories, countless men tell stories about going ahead, going ahead with sex, even though they didn't really want to. Sometimes it was because they didn't want to hurt the female's feelings. Other times it was because they feared being perceived as having low sex drive. That's another one. Ever tell, have you ever told the girl no? Guys, my guys, have you ever told the magical word of no 
to a female. And it doesn't even have to include sex. I mean, in general. A lot of them act like little kids. I'm being honest. They'll throw a tantrum. Why? It's always the word why. Why? Why? Hey, can I see you? No. Why? I just don't feel like it. Like, I want to be by my own today. But why? No. Why? Notice that. Just, you know, I'm going to put that out there. You got my fellas. Tell a girl no and see her reaction. Just They can't handle rejection. Just watch the reaction. But anyway, she goes on and on. She realizes that the physical size difference between most men and most women means that the above comparison isn't entirely fair. A woman who's sexually aggressive with a man is probably not putting him in insurable physical danger. And cause code cognizant of the fact that every bad behavior mentioned in the opening list of questions, there's an equal, opposite, a potentially more physically threatening form of bad behavior that man can and do visit upon women with just much frequency. But that right there is precisely my point. In every free society, everyone, regardless of gender or identification, I mean, let's be honest, there's only two genders, is free to be a manipulative narcissistic, emotionally destructive asshole. So I'm not sure why men begin all the credit lately. The hashtag Believe Women memes have risen in the wake of hashtag Me Too in general. And the Brett Kavanaugh saga in particular was coming from a place of empathy and good intentions. But they're, but they're also stripping women of our complication, contradictions, and for of our humanity. Now for those who know don't pay attention to politics in general. Supreme Justice Brett Kavanaugh was under fire when he was running for the position due to a Dr. Ford who was claiming that he had raped, you know, sexually harassed her 20 years ago when they were in college. It was a whole debacle. I, you know, just from the stuff that I saw, was a load of crap. And from what I was noticing... A lot of the talking point was that you should believe the women just because. Forget facts, forget evidence, just believe women. Take their word. And I'm going to tell you, absolutely fucking not. Never take anybody's plain word for it. Especially when it comes to accusations or anything of nature. Always gather the facts and evidence and use that. Try not to let emotions run you. Because if you let emotions run you, you're going to make a stupid decision. You're going to put somebody in jail that definitely isn't, you know, that didn't need to be. And you're going to let somebody walk free who needs to be in jail. But anyway. Sorry about that. That was my, my throat. Now, she does say that she believes Christine Ford about the testimony. But there is a difference between believing and knowing. Even if the judiciary community had done the right thing and subpoenaed Mark Judge, who witnessed the encounter between Ford and Kavanaugh and forced him to testify under oath, no one would have ever known definitely what had happened that evening. All that truth digging in the world will not change the fact that all kinds of people misrepresent, misremember, misinterpret, and willfully or unwillingly mis- make misleading statements for all kinds of reasons. That is why hashtag 
believe women with its suggestions that women are more monolithic entity that inherently more moral, innocent, or trustworthy than men. It's not just a reductive but insulting. Women are not simple, guileless creatures to whom only the, the most innocent motives should ever be ascribed. Both sexes contain multitudes, or as George Collins put it, men are from Earth, women are from Earth, deal with it. So what's, you know, she, she if you want to read the article, like I said, just go to medium.com and look for, you know, the title is called Hashtag Me Too Will Not Survive Unless We Recognize Toxic Femininity. So what she's basically is getting at is, Women in general have to hold themselves accountable and have to watch out for the women that they know or are witnessing using toxic traits and behaviors, manipulative tactics to get what they want from guys. And that's basically she's saying if we let this shit go on, the real victims of, you know, abuse, sexual harassment, et cetera, et cetera, are not going to have a voice anymore because it's uh, the perspective of the public is going to come out and say, you know what? She's probably lying like the other two girls. Out of three, two might have been lying, but that one that's, you know, that's an actual danger and needs help will not be believed anymore thanks to the other two. So, and I've noticed that the, this culture war of let's bash guys for everything, oh, save me a bunch of crap. Women are fucking innocent either, as she, your a lady herself has put it through. You guys need to be held accountable, and you need to hold those that you know are using these tactics accountable. If you know someone that's doing this on purpose, you're just as guilty as I am as they are for not interviewing, and if you're not going to interview, step away from that person. Step away from that person. You don't need that kind of shit in your life. But if you're still going to be there, be ready to take responsibility for knowing. Okay, maybe not responsibility, but I hope that consciously you're okay with that person being toxic, toxic to someone just for the sakes of, just for selfish reasons. And this man bashing culture has got to end. Okay? And I talked about this on one of the other episodes. I forgot which one. Um, I'm too lazy to go back, to be honest. I, like I said, I'm right here in the parking lot of an outlet mall, so people are just looking at me weird, but that's not the case. There is a structural rule between guys and girls. Guys are the protectors, women are the providers. Now, am I saying women can't work? No. You want to work? Go have fun. Knock yourself out. Build a business. Build a personal brand. Build an empire. Make the money. That's fine. That's fine. You want to learn how to self-defense? Even better. You want to learn how to shoot, how to box, how to, you know, take personal defensive classes? That's fine. But also recognize that you have your own demons and toxic traits, too. Oh, sorry, I don't know why my throat's been hurting lately. Recognize that you have toxic traits, too, and do not try to be a guy. So what I mean by that is don't try 
starting a fight you can't finish. Especially when it comes to guy couples, always notice how the girl always wants to start shit but run behind her guy. And the guy's supposed to take the fall because of her fucking smart-ass mouth. Just, I don't know. I just wanted to get that out. thought it was something interesting. It may have jumped all over the place towards the end. But, you know, just I, this needs to be called out also. And if you're just going to roll your eyes and say, how dare a guy tell a girl what to do? Well, let's flip it around and say, how dare a girl tell a guy how he should react? And all you feminazis, before you start squealing, you know, start squealing, you know, misogynist, my ass. I used to live with two girls. I used to live with two girls. So don't give me shit about I hate women. I don't. I love women, but I'm going to hold you accountable for your toxic traits as a person, not by whatever the fuck is between your legs. But this toxic femininity has to be called out, too. If we're going to start using buzzwords, let's start with that one, too. You guys have been throwing toxic masculinity for the past two to three years. And now let's try to, now let's call out the bullshit that that a lot of people are hiding. All right, guys. I think that's going to be the end of this episode. It's going to be very short, like I said. I would have done the video, but I couldn't find an angle. Didn't bring the stand. It's it's just going to be audio on this one. It was supposed to be an interview with the Shady P as our guest, but, you know, life happens. We have that rescheduled for this coming Tuesday, which would be the 12th. So look out for that. We have another interview. All of April is mostly booked for interviews. We're going to have another podcaster called the EP Culture Beat, you know, from El Paso. We have Isaac's YouTube series that he's going to start out in, and we're going to Helping with that one, we have an interview with the Atomic Wax Vintage and Old Record Store here, No Paso, downtown. I talk to the owner, interview him. We're trying to get in touch with another business owner. And if you're interested in showing up in our podcast, please message us. We're not gonna tell you no. We're not gonna tell you to go fuck off. We will work out a date and time so we can come. You know. And help you. Well, not help you, but have you on. And if there's something that you want to promote, if you want us to sponsor something, whether it be shirts, supplements, anything, go ahead and message us. You have our Instagram, our Facebook. Instagram is at B. Let me go ahead and check just to make sure because I tend to have a bad memory when it comes to names. Instagram is B underscore honest to you. You know, if you want to look us up on Facebook, is the Brutally Honest. You'll see us there. You'll see a picture of me, Scott, and C Slick. You know, we do have some some videos of events towards the end of this season. You probably will take some time off during the summer because, you know, we got to recharge. We don't want to burn out. But we are going to try and bring in more people, more, you know, entrepreneurs, uh, models, and anything of that sort. We're trying to bring in more people and direct the podcast to that way. You know, hopefully in the future, we can bring in more people, have a better set, better camera. We might start doing the podcast somewhere else. But for now, we're trying to redirect the podcast into interviewing more people. 
know, local people. Hopefully, we can, if we can ever get bigger names, that'd be fucking awesome. Uh, Merchandise-wise, we're still not sure about that. Let us know how you would feel if we start trying to sell T-shirts. You know, make and sell T-shirts if you guys would buy some. And be honest with us if you're actually going to buy some or not and wear it. You know, stuff like that. But at the moment, we are going to try and redirect the podcast to bring in more people, more interviews. Just trying to get people to tell their stories. And hopefully, someone out there sees themselves in that person and they take action. Not just sit on their ass and have a woe is me attitude. You know, well, that's just want to keep it up there on the podcast. April will be packed. Maybe May. I was trying to work on that. And then next week, hopefully, you know, we'll have the uh, video version too. All right, guys. Like I said, if you guys want to message us, look out look out for my Facebook name under Ricardo Estrada, uh, Instagram name underscore Ricardo Estrada. Then we have Lloyd C. Slick. Same thing on Facebook and same thing on Facebook and Instagram. His Instagram's at Lloyd underscore C Slick. And we have Scott, Scotty Davila Avila. Sorry, Scott. On Facebook and Instagram at Scotty underscore Avila. Alright guys. See you guys on Tuesday. If you guys wanna you know or whenever you guys listen to this. Hopefully see you guys soon. And have fun, be safe, love and respect. Peace out.